If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey, Matt here. Welcome to another episode of the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. It is Way Back Wednesday. This is the day where we reach back into the archives and pull out old classic episodes. And we've been reaching back into the archives of the Do Over podcast, the podcast that started it all. And I got another great one for you today. Enjoy. During an era where countless people, businesses, and organizations are feeling the pinch, running out of time, running out of money, losing confidence, feeling as if life is unfair, praying for another chance, and unless something is done, life is going to pass them by. Fortunately, in the nick of time, there is now a place where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. Save your career. Save your business. Save your health. Save your relationships. Save your life. Get from where you are to where you want to be faster and with greater ease than you ever thought possible. Say hello to your do-over. Welcome to Your Do-Over, the place where I show people who want more out of life, people dissatisfied with their current situation, how to start over and begin a new life, setting goals and objectives so they can create wealth and live life to the fullest. You can jumpstart Your Do-Over and lay a solid foundation for a better life by downloading the three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over for free at freedoover.com. It's a 55-minute MP3 audio program that I made just for you with three specific steps on how to get success as you start over. The three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over will put the legs under your table. They will lay the foundation for you to achieve. They will act as your traveling success coach, and they are yours for free at freedoover.com. Now, I'm a little late getting this episode out. My apologies. For some reason, I've been procrastinating, and I haven't really gotten to the root as to why, but but let's talk about procrastination today. Seems like a good topic. Seems fitting, that's for sure. I mean, I, well, 
I should say, I know none of you suffer from this, but for today, you can humor me, okay? (laughs) So let's look at what causes procrastination and how to overcome procrastination. Well, on second thought, I think maybe I'll just talk about this later. I got to update my Facebook status real quick. So I'll see you next week, okay? All right, take care. I know, dumb joke, right? Poorly executed as well, but I couldn't resist. You see, typically when you procrastinate, there is an inauthenticity somewhere, meaning you're not being truthful with yourself with, uh, with regards to why. Not to worry though. I mean, it doesn't really make you wrong. No, it doesn't really. It doesn't make you wrong or make you a bad person. Procrastination though, it can hinder, slow down, or even debilitate the best of the best, the most successful of the most successful, the, the purest, most honest, and hardworking people of society. Nobody is immune to procrastination. And, you know, oftentimes procrastination can mask your fears. Your fear of success, your fear of failure, or your fear of embarrassment, or here's a common one, fear of rejection. And dealing with fear is a challenge for most people. I mean, it can be much easier to accept the first plausible thought that comes to mind as a sensible reason for procrastinating than, you know, that you're just not organized or you're tired or you just don't like to do a certain thing or you don't like a certain task rather than admit you're really engaging in self-sabotage and holding yourself back out of fear. So fear could be a reason for your, uh, or sorry, my procrastination. Indeed, but it can get deeper than that. For the most part, we can admit to ourselves that we're scared of something. We can do that. I mean, you don't need to get down past one or two layers to discover and admit that you're, say, afraid of rejection. But the answer to what causes you to procrastinate goes deeper than those one or two layers. The answer is typically a much uglier one, and you have to dig for it. It's an uncomfortable answer that you might not even admit to yourself, such as, I don't know, maybe something like, I'm lazy. Sure, I mean, we often say things like, I'm feeling lazy today, but we admit it in jest mostly, or believe it is just a temporary state. But when you get down to it, laziness is really ugly, and we won't honestly admit it to ourselves. I mean, with so much at stake, meaning your life, meaning you've got to do over, you've got to do over, it's only your life and your dreams at stake here. I mean, nobody's going to do it for you, and you're too lazy to do it yourself. How pathetic, right? That's ugly. You're about to give up on all of your hopes and dreams because you're lazy? I mean, that's what I mean when lazy is an ugly word that first, you know, most of us won't look deep enough to discover. And second, don't have the courage to admit. I mean, maybe it's laziness for you that you don't want to admit to. Or something else maybe just as ugly. How about it's just not that important to you? Ooh, (laughs) that one can get really nasty. I mean, that's getting real with yourself. You know, when you look at, when you arrive somewhere late, if you say you're meeting a friend for coffee and you're five minutes late, you're 10 minutes late, 20 minutes late, we've all done it. You know, you've got all the excuses. Oh, the baby started crying or I got caught in traffic or I couldn't find my other sock, whatever it may be. No, the real answer is it just wasn't that important for you to be there on time. That's digging deep. That's what's real. That's authentic. Because I tell you, if you had a million dollar check waiting there for you and you had to pick it up at five o'clock on the dot at the same time you were meeting your friend for coffee, 
You would have been there at five o'clock, wouldn't you have? Of course you would have. That would have been really important. But your friend just wasn't that important. I know, it's ugly, it's nasty. But when you get down to it and you dig deep enough and you get honest with yourself, that's what was so. It's nasty. Especially when what's causing you to procrastinate has to do with your own well-being or your family's well-being. I mean, if you'd rather update a Facebook status or if you'd rather check some emails or eat a hot fudge sundae or watch the latest episode of X Factor or even worse, watch reruns of I Love Lucy or What's Happening or Happy Days. I mean, admitting that those activities are more important to you than your do-over is almost impossible. But what other answer could there be? I mean, you chose to do those activities, or whatever it is for you, something equivalent, instead of go out and doing what you should do that supports what you're up to, that supports your do-over. I mean, what other answer could there be? You have chosen to watch one more time Lucille Ball down the Vita Vita Vegemin, right? Or watch Rerun get kicked off the football team because of his failing grades. Or watch the Fonz jump the barrels on his motorcycle. Instead of whatever it is that you claim to be the most important thing in your life. Like supporting your family. That's what I mean by ugly and nasty. You know what drives us to do what we do can be really hideous. And it's tough to admit it to ourselves of what it actually is. And the scary part about it is... We don't do things randomly. We don't do this randomly. Human beings do things because they are driven to do so. Now I'm going to lighten up a little bit and I'm going to let you off the hook a little bit. It's not as ugly or as superficial as you holding deep down an I Love Lucy rerun in higher regard than your family's welfare. I mean, it could be interpreted as such as I've pointed out, but it's not that ugly or abnormal, right? Wrong, bad, or good. Everything we do as humans, we do for a reason. And I've pointed out a few of those reasons, as ugly as they might have been. But typically, they're not as apparent and almost always they escape our consciousness. Whatever the reason for a human's procrastination, there is undoubtedly a single driving force. And understanding this force is the first step, if not the only step, to overcoming procrastination. This force, it governs every facet of our lives from our relationships to our careers to our finances to our health. This force, it's controlling you right now and it will continue to control you for the rest of your life. It's the sensation of pain or pleasure. Everything, and I mean everything, everything that you and I do, we do either out of avoiding pain or gaining pleasure. We're running away from pain or we're running towards pleasure. You know, I can't count how many times someone has expressed to me their desire to make a change in their life, but then they never actually seem to follow through. They experience frustration, anger, disappointment, depression, whatever it may be. They know they must take action in order for them to get their desired result, but they fail to do so. They procrastinate. I mean, that's their best case scenario is that they procrastinate because sometimes they do eventually do whatever it is that they're avoiding, but most never do what they need to do. And it's because of one elementary reason. They keep trying to change their behavior or the effect when they would be better served by dealing with the cause behind it, the why. Understanding the force that 
pain and pleasure has over your life. And then utilizing that force will enable you once and for all to create the lasting changes that you desire for yourself and those you care most about. Understanding and utilizing this force will allow you to beat procrastination. Well, the majority of the time, we are still human and we will continue to be, so don't beat yourself up for not being perfect. But seriously, failure to comprehend this force essentially sentences you to a life of living in reaction. A life of living in reaction just like animals and just like machines do. Now, you might be taking this as a complete oversimplification, and and if you are, that I understand, but you know, just consider, don't be so quick to judge. Take a moment to think about it. Why don't we do some of the things, or even many of the things, that we know we should do? After all, I mean, what is procrastination? It's when you know you should do something, but you still don't do it. You still fail to do it. You still choose not to do it. Why don't you? Why not? I mean, why don't you do it? The answer is painfully simple. At some level, at some level within your soul, you associate more pain in doing than putting it off for a later time. If what you're putting off is of any relevance to your life or important to your goals, your dreams, your livelihood, or your comfort, at some point, that pain threshold will shift, won't it? I mean, have you ever experienced putting something off for so long it eventually got to the point where you now associated more pain in not doing it than putting it off further? Of course. I mean, we've all been there. We've all been there lots of times, right? I mean, for example, when you were in school, you put the weekend's homework off until Sunday evening, didn't you? Because it got to the point where, uh-oh, Monday morning, the teacher's going to ask me for my homework. And I'm not going to have it. That's going to be really, really painful. I better do my homework. But on Friday, ah, I, got, <laughs> I got 48 hours. I want to go outside and play right now, right? Or every year, as adults, we do this around tax day. April 14th, there are always lines of people at the post office, right? Always. Perfect example. You are not alone in this. Also, right now we're amidst the holidays. The shopping malls, they're getting more and more crowded the closer that we get to Christmas. With December 24th, the mall being an absolute madhouse. It's another example of putting something off in correlation to the amount of pain experienced from doing in relation to putting it off. I mean, when that scale tips, and it tips at a different point for everybody, but when it tips, procrastination is no longer an issue, is it? No, when the pain of not doing becomes more than doing, we jump into action in an instant, don't we? I mean, an instant. You know, just this past week, I came to the painful realization that I only have two pairs of pants in my closet that fit me comfortably. It's embarrassing, and I'm ashamed. And I've been meaning to start eating better. I've declared it a couple times on this show. I've declared that this is my issue. This is the, I've been able to do over and everything in my life, but this is the one aspect of my life that I've been unable to get a grasp on. But I've been meaning to start eating better, to hit the gym. I've been meaning to do that for a while now, but I've been putting it off. And I've had every great excuse in the world to put it off. And as, like, for example, as soon as my son settles into his sleeping patterns, I can get on a good schedule. That's been my excuse for a long time. You know, he's five months old now, so I've been using that one for a while. 
And then this one, I've piled this on. As soon as we settle in after the move, then I'll start working out. Well, we're all settled. <laughs> I haven't started. Well, actually, I have. but And I almost succumb to this one. I'll get into shape after the holidays. It's, you see, it's not like I was uncomfortable or anything. So why should I work out now? when I can do it tomorrow, right? It was less painful to put it off than it was to do. But then, I mean, about a week ago, within a 24-hour period, I saw a recent picture of myself, and I was like, who is that? I didn't even recognize myself from behind. And then I tried three different pair of pants in a row of which I had to squeeze into all of them. Now, (laughs) the pain of putting off getting back into shape exceeded the pain of actually getting back into shape. So, last Monday, I signed up for an expensive exercise program and threw out all of the bad food in the house and replaced it with good stuff. And, you know, as most people put on 10 to 15 pounds during the holidays, I've declared that I will take off 10 to 15 pounds. My point is... Just like that, the pain of putting it off exceeded the pain of doing, and it moved me powerfully into action to get back into shape. I took bold action, and that's just how it works. That's how pain drives us. That's how the avoiding pain versus pursuing pleasure works. And unfortunately, for most people, the avoiding pain is a bigger motivator. The fear of loss is a bigger motivator. For example, where would you be more inspired to take action? To stop someone from stealing the $500,000 that it's taken you 10 years to save or being presented with an opportunity of earning $500,000 over the next 10 years, which one would expire you more into action? You see, now that you understand it, how can you use it? I mean, when you figure it out for yourself, you have figured out the true secret to success for yourself. When you control the pain-pleasure tug-of-war in your life, You control life. But if you don't control that dynamic, life controls you. Now, I've read and I've heard about different ways to access this control. But what I've found does it most consistently for me is just staying in touch with my dreams and my goals. Looking at my vision board. Looking through my dream book. Now, I'm not going to go over what those are at the moment and how, how you create one. I mean, we've covered goal setting and dream boards several times on this show. But you see, by staying in touch and cognizant of what you're up to in life, why you're doing what you're doing, as opposed to focusing on the doing itself, by staying in touch with your why and staying in touch frequently, if not several times a day, asking yourself what is most likely to happen if I don't do what I'm avoiding, of what I'm procrastinating on. More times than not, you won't procrastinate. You see, life It happens to all of us, and it's easy to get distracted from what's really important to us. So here it is, how to overcome procrastination. And it will be a process. I mean, the journey to success is a process, and overcoming procrastination is just part of the process. So you're going to have to deal with it. We all do. No one's excluded. So first, review your goals and dreams constantly. At the very least, daily. Post your dream board where you can see it, where you can see it all the time. Make copies and post it in several places. Post it at work, post it in the bathroom, post it in the garage, wherever you spend a lot of time. And keep reminding yourself why you're doing what you're doing. That right there will keep the pain-pleasure dynamic in healthy perspective. A perspective that will call you into action 
and overcome your procrastination and produce your desired results. Stay in touch with your why. Second, whenever you catch yourself procrastinating, ask yourself, is this pain-pleasure principle controlling me or am I in control of it? Remember, if you don't control it, you are not in control of your life. Those who choose discomfort and or pain now will end up comfortable. Those who choose comfort now will end up uncomfortable more times than not. Let me repeat that. Those who choose discomfort now will end up comfortable. Those who choose comfort now will end up uncomfortable. And if that's not working for you and you've got you've to call on some extra firepower, you've got to pull out the big guns, this is what I do. When I find myself procrastinating, I say to myself, I'm about to give up on all my hopes and dreams because, insert reason. I'm about to give up on all my hopes and dreams because I'd rather update my Facebook status. I'm about to give up on all my hopes and dreams because I'd rather play one more round of Angry Birds. (laughs) I'm about to give up on all my hopes and dreams because I'd rather watch another episode of the Mythbusters Marathon. That sentence right there always gets me right back into action. And it's what got me here today to be here with you. And like every time, once it's done, it feels so good. Just on the other side of your procrastination is relief, is a great feeling. It's like a ton of bricks been relieved from your shoulders. Even if it's small little things that you're procrastinating on, there's still an amazing feeling just on the other side of that, just on the other side of your action, just on the other side of its accomplishment. Once it's done, it feels so good. Just like it feels good to be here with you right now. That's it for today. God loves you and so do I. I am Matt, the do-over guy, and I will see you on the next episode of Your Do-Over. Thank you for tuning in to Your Do-Over, where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. And remember, knowledge is potential power. Take action action on what you learned today. This is not your learn-over. It's your do-over. To view the resources referenced in today's show and to retrieve a complete show transcript, visit www.thedooverguy.com. Stay connected with Matt the Do-Over Guy Terrio on Twitter at The Do-Over Guy and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash dooverguru. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.